This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Ibaka, free throw, short, rebound to Rosen. Raptors will have to push up and foul. Kawhi Leonard, they double-team DeRozan, he turns it over! Leonard, breakaway jam! Toronto goes up, 118-117, timeout, San Antonio! They doubled DeRozan at the mid-court line, he spun, Lowry saw it coming, and the turnover and subsequent jam by Leonard gives Toronto a one-point lead. Call it like it is. That, my friends, will forever be known as the DeRozan slip. He came, we cheered, he scored, and then slipped up, threw the game away, and the Raptors come away with a wild 120-117 victory over the San San Antonio Spurs on a wild night inside the Scotiabank Arena. Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Sweets Watson. This is your Raptors basketball post-game show. You can hit us up at Wheeler TSN, at Dwayne Watson. The phone lines will be open as soon as Nick Nurse has his say on tonight's proceedings. Abaka misses the free throw. The Raptors are down one. The Raptors are in a position where they need to foul. Adrian Griffin, the stand-in head coach of the Raptors, is screaming at someone to foul. DeMar DeRozan hits center court and slips over that line incredible yeah. stuff there's something really fitting about demar Derozan, and I, I'm, I'm trying to be kind here yeah being able to not finish the job when it mattered the most down the stretch of this ball game gifting his former team a victory i look at this game and you know at the start of the game which felt like a playoff feel in terms of the energy in the arena the excitement for demar in his first home game back you know the officiating going a couple of questionable ways throughout a couple nick nurse Whoa. getting ejected from the top from the game yeah. by the officials and, you know, the events that you just recounted, too. And you're right. I think, you know, this, with the game being this close and DeMar playing the way he plays, which we've seen countless times and times again, it was down to the wire. And, you know, it didn't look like they were going to foul because you're right. That's what they needed. And DeMar slips and coughs up the ball. One of the four turnovers of the night, the most costliest of them all. And the Raptors were able to still, even despite after that, when Kawhi on the inbound gets fouled again by DeMar. Right, Almost exactly. looking like they're over and back, um, which kind of locks up the game. But, you know, even going back to the position before that, when DeMar had the ball against Danny Green. That was the, that was the possession right after was, because they still yeah. had a chance to win. That, that dunk by Kawhi Leonard made it a one-point game. Right. The ball was in the hands, again, of DeMar DeRozan, switched off Kawhi Leonard has Danny Green on him, and ends up giving up the ball to a player that's in no position to shoot the ball yeah. with the clock winding down. Those were two possessions late in a ball game, which, I'm sorry, reminded us a whole lot of playoff DeMar DeRozan. Well, when crunch time comes, he just shrinks. It's incredible how that sticks to certain players. Now, there's a rare exception in times where he's really stepped up, but tonight was so symbolic of his time here with the Raptors. Because yeah. he had a really good game up until that point. Yeah, he had a great game. And I think, you know, that's the moment as players, you know, as, as athletes we cover, even as, as us when we kind of recreate those moments as athletes, the game's on the line, you yep. got the ball, and you want, and, you know, he's, it's a homecoming, I'm going to stick it to everyone, and that's where you take the shot. And we know that more than anything, DeMar DeRozan has an ability to draw fouls. So, you got to take that shot instead of giving it off to Bertans, who shot well tonight, but that is your moment. And as you mentioned, he has shied away from moments in the past, and it's kind of, is it fitting? And, and, I, feel, and, I, feel, I, feel, I feel mean saying it, but... It is, it is. And 
let's be honest. That wasn't a fully fit Danny Green. He was stretching it out on the yeah, sidelines. He much came of the fourth in quarter. late in that game. So you got a player less than 100%. You're going one-on-one against. Star players in this league love that one-on-one situation. That's right in his wheelhouse, well, too. Well, that was the big knock on the third row, right? <laughs> oh, the iso man. ball. That's not the time when you want to give that ball up. That's the time where you got to take it, uh, put your team on your back. He's not going to sleep tonight, Dwayne. Like, honestly, those two plays are going to keep him up oh, tonight. Yes. Just it's like Dwayne Casey, and I picture Dwayne Casey, first game back here, him running off the floor like he won the Super Bowl. Yep. I was picturing DeMar DeRozan the same thing. Instead, the ball was in his hands twice, and he let it slip away. Yeah. and that's, Literally. Yeah. And that's... That's the ball game. That's, that's the, the ball, ball game. game right there. That's the ball game. And that's, that's DeMar DeRozan. That, you know, and that's kind of... You know, it sounds kind of mean, and it's like you don't want to take away anything he did over his career. And even tonight, like he had a great game tonight. <laughs> he did. But star players show up in clutch moments. And on the other side of the floor, that's what Kawhi Leonard did. He had a bad shooting night, 8 for 23. He really struggled tonight. With do, easy do, do, uh, Kawhi Leonard, did, it was like the opposite. He didn't play very well tonight, but came up with a couple big plays late. On both sides of the ball. On both and, sides and, of the and ball. And strong. And that's, and that's, folks, why you should finally be over this DeMar DeRozan Kawhi Leonard. Trade. Right. Right. Like, there's, there's, no, there's no conversation I anymore. had people hitting me up during the game. Well, here's DeMar DeRozan now playing Kawhi Leonard again. Yeah, but what happened when the game was on the line and it mattered the most? That's what you You know at. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's, comp- it's, it's a fair assessment. Look, he got his praise tonight. He got standing ovation so. after standing ovation. Everyone remembers. But you kind of come away from this game saying, you know what? I remember that DeMar DeRozan as well. Exactly. I think it was a convenient reminder. And you talked to me about this. We talked earlier today this afternoon. And you were saying, hey, all the history, but look at how we left the scene. Remember the Cleveland game, how he ended it. And that's kind of your you, – we saw the full scope with DeMar DeRozan tonight. Right. We saw the, the amazing – The full experience. The one-on-one, the game – yeah, all that stuff. And you saw how he shrunk, shrunk at the end of the game. Wow. Uh, we will take your calls on DeMar DeRozan's return to Toronto. Take down these numbers, 416-870-1050, Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Before, before we hear from Nick Nurse, he's got plenty to say because the officiating tonight was not good. Shout out to each and every person that was in this building yeah. tonight. What an atmosphere. Yeah. That was not just Toronto the good. That was Toronto the great. Yeah, and question. you and I, we've been critical at times with the atmosphere in this building. Top notch all the way around. Showed your respect for DeMar DeRozan, cheering for him in the first. When it came to crunch time, it was all Raptors all the time. Yeah. I thought the crowd here tonight was outstanding. It was a perfect balance. And you got the MVP chance at the end. But, you know, they're on their feet for much of the game. They're yep. allowed. They're engaged. They were showing the respect to DeMar, but they definitely wanted the Raptors to win. So, yeah, kudos. I mean, this is kind of the energy you want to see. I mean, you can't obviously replicate this every game, but this is kind of the energy you need to see in the playoffs for this team. No kidding. Uh, Raptors are still a very much a work in progress. Talk about a tale of two halves. First half hit 12 three-point <laughs> shots, only made five shots from inside the three-point uh, three line. In the second half, only two three-point makes. Yeah, it was weird, weird, weird stuff. It was stuff. bizarre, um, you know. I fell for Marcus Hall tonight because you know what he can do. I mean, he had seven rebounds, six assists. Um, he also had five fouls, and he was plagued early with foul trouble, which you know would have been good to see him get going. But His passing was outstanding. But six Jer- assists. Jeremy Lin in the was fourth quarter. Is that a team court. high? Uh, Joint yes, team high with Pascal Siakam. Jeremy Lin with that? nine points in the fourth quarter really showed what, what you can expect from a guy like him and what he can deliver with his team, um, getting the basket, creating and f- making great passes for his teammates too. I'd like to discuss the rotation a little bit because something's going to have to give at some point uh-huh. where that's going to have to shrink down because you need your best players on the court 
for more time. And I also want to get into Danny Green's usage as well because he showed tonight why he needs more shots. He needs more touches on the ball on a nightly basis. Nick Nurse is about to speak. He was ejected. I thought it was so harsh because there was a bad call on the floor where Danny Green got really whistled for a bad foul. Yep. Uh, Nick Nurse just wanted a word with the officials. He got teed up because the referees wouldn't engage, and the second tee looked like it was the assistant coach that were trying to get the attention of the referees and not Nick Nurse. Then the head coach was thrown out of the game. It was really, really harsh on the head coach of the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, it's like if he's going to be, you know, just gesturing and complaining, whatever. He was looking for an audience, and they refused to give it to him, and that's the problem. Let's hear from Nick Nurse in his post-game comments. It's worth um, it. it was worth every penny. On, on that, that double team of DeMar at midcourt, how long do you wait before you foul? Like, what, What's the philosophy on that? Well, you know, you got to foul to give yourself a chance back in case you have to foul and they make both, right? You're not going to extend it. I mean, you want to extend the game. You're not going to wait too long. It's usually... It's usually a rule where you put one trap or maybe two traps before you do it. You usually give a number of traps before you do it. But they were, I could see them saying don't foul to each other. I could see Kyle and then we're not fouling, telling them that's what they were trying to do. So it was really, really heads up play by him. He's got to turn the ball handler around, get him a little bit disoriented there. Well, you just, gotta, you just got to trap him and hope he... Hope, you know, usually you're hoping he jumps in the air or something with nowhere to go, or you know, you surprise him and you get the pass is what you normally would get, right? So we were, I think we were, again, heck, heck of a heads up play, and we turned him, turned his back. It's more like a run and jump with the, you know, the spin, I think. Yeah. What was it like for you going through those last couple minutes of the tight game, not being out there and kind of pulling the strings yourself? Uh, it was, it was okay. It was a lot more relaxing. <laughs> It was. I mean, I was, I was cheering hard, and it was a little funny because they were like five or six seconds ahead of me in the in the lot in the lobby, and my office was behind a little bit. So I heard a yes on one of uh, somebody like Pascal's tip in or something, and then I yelled yes after that. You guys are ahead of me. You know. How do you think you guys handled the emotion and the the moment? Good tonight. Good. I, and again, I think I think Doug, you guys have heard me say this a lot lately. I think I think we like again. We're not everything's not going that great, and we're not playing that well, and your coach is out, and you know there's all. But we kind of just hang in and figure it out, and I think we we act like we're expecting to figure out a way to win um, a lot lately, right? And uh, I I like that about us. And 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 the other thing is is like got some guys that can play a little bit better, right? That, you know, and again, a little rust, little whatever, all star break, but. But you know, you know that Kawhi's eight for twenty-three is probably not a normal night, and and Mark Gasol was just out of whack, and and Jeremy had a good little stretch in the fourth quarter, but I thought he could have played. You know, there's there's Norm could have played. You know, there's some guys that could. That's it's encouraging when you're figuring out a way to win, and then maybe there's a maybe there's a time when there's a little bit more of a clicking in, right? Is that sort of the trademark of this team? Is that resiliency? I mean, they just like you said they. Find a way. I think so. I think I think I like the uh, again. I just think I like the and it's not it's not like panic or any of that. That's just like so off base. I, but I just like the um, just the mentality. I guess of okay, we'll f- we'll figure it out somehow. You know, and and a lot of times this year that's come from I don't know. We've switched to zone defense down seventeen, and all of a sudden whoop, the game switches, or we switch. Uh, you know. 
the other night we put in, we took out Danny and Norm uh, when we and, and put in McCall and Lynn, and boom, the game switches. So either either a tactic or personnel or somebody finds something, and we just hang in there pretty pretty well, and it's encouraging. I know we had a bit of a weird night. Uh, speaking of Mark. Um, but you gave, you kind of got him in a little earlier than, uh-huh. than the last couple of games. Did you, did you see glimpses of what you might like with him, with more of the starters in those windows? So I saw a little glimpses. I, I just think he had one of those kind of funky nights. He, he checked in and was like wide open like three times in the first thirty seconds he was in the game. I don't really think he wanted to really shoot any of those, but he kind of had to because he was that was the play, and I don't think he was ready to right. And and again, that's a little bit of he's not really used to coming off the bench, right? So he's going to have to get used to it on the nights he is and and he's going to you know he's going to he's going to play a lot better. But you know, saw some good passes, right? You see some you see some great IQ out there, right? You just see it again. He he's a guy that adds to that little bit of hey, everything's okay. I'll make a play. You know, I'll make a play. Serge really limited Aldridge to the six points. What do you think of the defensive effort there? He was good. He was good. I, I think um, we, as a coaching staff, made a late, late game plan decision right before the start of the game, like literally 20 minutes before. We hadn't done it in any of our walkthroughs or any of our practice that we were going to double team him. And, and, I, and, and my thing was, our th- our coaching staff decided that let's let's double team DeRozan, let's double team Aldridge, just to make sure our guys are ready to be aggressive. And it's not a very – when you look at their team, it's not that smart a thing to do. They're the number one three-point shooting team in the league. And when you double team, you're going to open up some of that stuff, right? But I was I was not going to let what happened in San Antonio happen again as far as lack of aggression. So it started good. I thought they made a good so, – so, so we, we, were, we were doubling him from one way on, on the uh, left block. They made a good adjustment, put him on the, the right block. So we had to flip our double teaming from the other way, and we were doing all that stuff. It was, it was again, that's like that's some growth of the stuff we're making defensively. That's not easy to kind of convey in a, in a, in a game that's going back and forth that you're all of a sudden you're, you got to, like, I don't know, just kind of rotate your whole defense, and, and we were doing it really, really well. You guarded Kawhi with the little guy for most of the night. We hadn't yeah. seen that very much. Of How do you think he handled that? Well, it se- it, well, it seems like they knew something, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't normally see a, a Patty Mills size guy guarding him. Um, it, re- you know, I'll tell you what it reminded me of, I, it, and it just bothered him. Sometimes it bothered him, but it reminded me of, if you'll remember, a few times against this team when we'd throw Chuck Hayes in and put him underneath Aldridge. And it bothered the heck out of Aldridge, and that's what I was like. Oh man, they they got the same thing going against. It just was like, and 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 they do. I tell you what, they they're so good at like, they are so good at at bumping with their hands up, right? You're inside. We we were five for thirty from inside the arc in the first half, five for thirty, and I bet you I bet you twenty plus of those were in the paint, and I bet you we got bumped on twenty plus of them. But they weren't foul, you know. They're not, they're not. They're just. They're just. And that's what he was doing. He's getting underneath them and boom, boom, boom. But he wasn't whacking and he wasn't doing anything. He was just bothering him. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Is that part of what makes Kyle so good in those moments too? He had a couple on Demar down the stretch in the post. Yeah, Kyle's. That's Kyle can guard just about everybody in the post, in the league, just about, because he's tough and gets underneath them like that. Yeah.
surprised on your part at all for the way that uh, tomorrow was received by the fans? No. He was received very well, and like I said yesterday, deserved to be received very well. All right. There you go. A nice casual Nick Nurse post game. Jacket off, tie off, because he hit the showers early after being ejected. Raptors beat the San Antonio Spurs tonight, 120 117. Dwayne Watson and I will break down what Nick Nurse had to say, including some interesting comments on Marcus Saul right there. And we'll take your phone calls. Queue up right now. Have your say on DeMar DeRozan night here at the Scotiabank Arena. The good, the bad, and everything in between, including the slip and fall late that gifted the Raptors a victory tonight. 416 870 1050. 416 870 1050. Tool free at 1 855 591 6876. Raptors win. Great way to start your weekend. This is the post game show on TSN 1050. Now open in St. Thomas and coming soon to Goderich in Orangeville. Chuck's Roadhouse Bar and Grill. Famous mouth-watering AAA steak and buttery lobster tail. Just 20 bucks. Big and juicy prime rib burgers starting at 6 bucks. Big games on big screen TVs, including $4 pints during Leaf games and between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. every day. Come on down to Chuck's Roadhouse Bar and Grill. Food the way it ought to be, priced the way it used to be. Find a Chuck's near you at chucksroadhouse.com. Two tenths of a second. He wants Ibaka to challenge the ball, and the rest of the guys just stand there. Bellinelli, catch, heave, no good. Ball game over. Toronto wins it. It's a final. Raptors 120, San Antonio 117. And then we all could breathe. Even us from our broadcast position high up top at Scotiabank Arena on our feet throughout as the Raptors hold on for the 120-117 victory. That was the voice of Paul Jones. This is the voice of Gareth Wheeler. He is Dwayne Watson. Say hello to the listening millions, Dwayne. Hello, listening millions. And this is the post-game show, and the phone lines are open at 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050 and toll-free at 1-855-591-6876. Like Nick Nurse had to say, mm-hmm. it wasn't pretty, but he was impressed that they found a way what impressed you most about this Raptors victory tonight? Well, I think that's the thing. There's, there's a number of players in this team who can create and make opportunities for others to get to dig down and make those plays. You're not relying on the same mm. guys like Kyle right. and DeMar to make the plays. Um, and like you know, Jeremy Lin, Marcus Saul, uh, Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka. There's a number of guys who can find ways to make it work. And I think that's, that's key, and that's what this team is going to have to do when they face stiff competition in the playoffs because that's been the obstacle. One thing I do like we talked about with the double teaming, how they said they're throwing double teams at DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. And while that was interesting, what I liked when I saw it is their ability to recover. Obviously, you know, the key for a double team is find the open man. When the ball swings around, they're still able to close out on some of those shots. So it's not like they got to drop the double team because they can't recover. Spurs got a bunch of guys who can make shots, like the oh, bench yeah. tonight with oh Mills, Bellinelli, and Bertans. I'm like, will you guys miss? No, I mean... Bellinelli was 5 for 12 from 3. Mills was 1 for 5. They combined for, 50, four for six. 52 points, yeah. those three yeah. players. They really, the they really helped and they really developed. So, I mean, but I think, you know, you look at this team, they, what they did, though, is they got the ball out of the hands of the main guys. Right. Like, you look at Aldridge was 2 for 8 for 6 points. So, I mean, Bertans is a great shooter. 
Bellinelli is a great shooter, but he's also a streaky shooter, so you take your chances. We talked about the atmosphere inside this building. It was incredible. Kawhi Leonard to Kate Burness of TSM uh, postgame saying, quote, tonight was like a playoff game. Certainly felt that way. We want to hear from you, Toronto. Shall we go to the phone line? Let's do it. Let's go to Nathaniel from Pickering. Nathaniel, what do you think about tonight? Um, I thought it was a great game. Um, it was good to see DeRozan come back. Um, but I really feel like um, it, it really goes to show why the trade had to happen uh, because totally. Kawhi had a horrible game, and we had all these other players step up. We had Jeremy Lin, we had Kyle Lowry, we had Danny Green, Gasol had a bunch of assists, rebounds, Siakam. So it was it was just like you guys said at the end of the day. It wasn't just ISO ball between Lowry and DeRozan, and we and our best player had a bad game. Well, he still had a good point total, but shooting wise, not a good game, and we still were able to win. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy for DeRozan, but um, at the end of the game, he came up small. He kept passing the ball near the very end instead of taking that shot. So uh, I'm very happy with what we did, and I'm I'm proud he was able to get a standing ovation. Nathaniel, were you surprised he passed up that shot down the stretch of the game? I'm very surprised. Um, I, I was I was shocked. I thought he would take that shot. You know, like uh, one of you mentioned, or maybe it was during the sports broadcast. They were saying that um, uh, when Dwayne Casey ran off the court winning uh, after they beat me, us at yeah. the buzzer, you would think DeRozan would have taken that shot, but he didn't. It, so I, I was the script was the, the script was there for him to just read, like DeMar DeRozan with a chance to win the game, pass it off. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't as if he was passing to someone in the paint. It wasn't for a better look. I, I just that for me screams why Demar Derozan, although he owns all these club franchise records, in the end it wasn't good enough. You know, when it wasn't good enough because it's, it's not even like he took the shot and he missed. No, exactly. He, he passed up the shot. I think that's. That says something. Thanks for the phone call, Nathaniel. Very, very well put. Way to lead us off. Let's go to Abdullah in Toronto. Abdullah, what do you think about tonight? Where do you want to go with this? Gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. Great show. As always, you guys do a great job for the average, you know, basketball fan. And you don't sit on your high horses like some of the other people in the sports <laughs> industry in Toronto. So thank we, you very we, much we, for we, that. We, we ride very small horses. They're more like donkeys, Abdullah. No, you are riding good horses, strong and fast, <laughs> but not with all the shiny nonsense like some of the other people and their sunglasses always wearing on the TV. <laughs> I don't have to name names. No. <laughs> like I said, great show. But this game, my friend, is just absolute poetry in motion. If you are looking for any sport, you are looking for excitement. You are looking for storylines. This game and the last game that they played together is absolute poetry. Poetry in the finest, I will explain. Number one, DeRozan comes down, he kicks our butts. First triple-double in his career, he lays us off flat on our backs in the hot Texas sun. But then, they come here, and in the crunch time, we see, what do we see? Kawhi Leonard, we see Kyle Lowry diving to the floor, stripping him in the middle of the court where he used to call home. And they take it for the flush, to ultimately to give them the chance to win the game. And they win it. And we, as an organization, we put the best foot forward, very classy by the fans, very classy by the team, not to with the trade, but classy overall. And now we see the result of why this trade was made. And most importantly, I think what this shows, X Factor, gentlemen, is Kawhi Leonard, is going to see the appreciation that DeMar DeRozan was showed by this city, by the media in the city, and its fans, to a guy who was traded as an inferior player to him. 
what kind of reception will they give Kauai one day that will stick in his mind to say, what can I feel from this city when he felt the energy that they were giving to DeRozan tonight? And I'm not even thinking six, seven years down the road. If no. he puts pen to paper on a contract this summer, game one next October, yeah. you will hear that kind of ovation for him if he signs a contract. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, that, that's where contract. we're at, Dwayne. People are going to be turning over the cars. It's going to be like winning championship. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I honestly think it's going to be like riot in the city, party in the city, because none of our teams, I mean, yes, we have good players on the Leafs, good young prospects. Blue Jays, you know, we should trade them for bag of chips. But TFC, you know, not doing so good. You know what, 5 nothing. come on. Toronto has a bona fide top five guy in the whole league. Arguably yep. two-way best player in the league. And you should give him the appreciation and tenfold to what you gave DeRozan, who is shying away in the final moments of a game like today and who has done it in the playoffs every single year. Every Buddy, single year. Abdu- Abdullah, when, when it got that you were on the line, it should have said Abdullah, not from Toronto, but coming in hot. Yep. If we're riding on horses, you're riding on a centaur, bro, because you are absolutely on flames. Thanks for the phone call. I don't, I don't know how you top that. Nothing more Abdullah, you can say to that. Stuff. That was perfect. But that's like he outlined it. It was class by the fans, class video by the organization. Yep. Treated the guy like absolute gold. Then you went in and took the W away from him. At the end of the day, he made a great Couldn't point though in terms of seeing how like because you're you he will. Kawhi Leonard will see that kind of appreciation from this Toronto crowd based on the talent he's what he's done. So that's a good little positive from the kind of take a note of too. Mm-hmm. Loyalty to the fans. Right. Uh, let's go to Zach from Toronto. Zach, can you top Abdullah? Guys, you're gonna do that to me now. I feel like Demar. <laughs> Come on, Zach attack. I've got Abdul blitzing me with a double team, stripping me. <laughs> what am I supposed How to do you respond? <laughs> Fight through it, bro. Fight through the double team. So I was at the game with my brother just driving home right now. Great atmosphere, great reception for DeMar, well-deserved. Yes. Uh, but exactly when that moment happened, I turned to him and I said, that's going to be the narrative. That's why you make that trade 10 times out of 10. You roll the dice. If Kawhi is healthy, this is exactly why you do it. Don't even think about will he sign in the offseason. Let's go through the playoffs, see what happens. If we get to the finals, awesome. If we win the championship, I will die a happy man. I don't even need to go to the playoffs the rest of my lifetime. <laughs> but, uh, right. yeah, I mean... I can't talk Zach, about it. Yeah. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Zach. And, 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 and that's the thing. And this is what I hope because I still kind of hear yeah. this coming out amongst people in conversations that you have. And maybe these aren't the most astute basketball people, but you hear this nonetheless, Dwayne, that if Kawhi Leonard leaves in the summer, and I don't necessarily want to go there right now, of course. but they say you gave up a guy who wanted to be here and loved Toronto. And I say, well, you, you know, it would be the definition of insanity to continue to go through what we've gone through every year with playoff failure yeah. with the previous core look so when you see that moment out there toronto when you watch back the highlights tonight hopefully if you're kind of on the fence in terms of that conversation now you're convinced it's not those individuals and the way that Kawhi played versus DeRozan over the course of 46 minutes. It's the last two that mattered. Yeah, without question. And, I and think. having Kawhi in crunch time, I know his shooting still leaves room for improvement, but overall, his defensive play has gone out there in one ball games as well. Yeah, and I mean, he's not shooting the ball that great right now, but we've seen him shoot well throughout the season. It's not like he can't do it. But you go for a chance to get something greater. And like you said, if Kawhi's gone, fine. But this, this he, he makes his team a legitimate contender 
with his ability to do things on both sides of the ball. He makes the steal. He makes the he makes those dunk. He makes those plays. He was going directly at Demar Derozan on the offensive end too. And I right. think a player of that caliber, what he can do, and he's a game changer. Sure. And, and, and both of, and, and if you're just getting in your car now on your way home, Dwayne and I both said it wasn't just the slip up. And it, Nick Nurse seemed a little bit confused about not fouling because they had to foul. Yeah. Demar got that rebound with 23.3 seconds to go. They, the Raptors had to foul down a point. It wasn't just that. It was the possession immediately following when they're down one, a chance to win the game, and Demar DeRozan deferred. Yeah, that's that's and that's that, the biggest play. I mean, right. The 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 steal in the middle of the court was is fantastic, but the fact that he had a chance to take a shot on Danny Green, who was coming in cold off the bench on a switch, yep. Uh, you know, within seven feet of the hoop, shots he makes or pump fakes or draws fouls nine times out of ten, and he passed it off to Davis Bertans. That is the Demar Derozan we've seen, and that's kind of like why you have a guy Kawhi Leonard in the fold. 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Let's light up these phone lines, Toronto. It was a big night inside the Scotiabank Arena. We want to hear more big calls like Zach and Abdullah and everyone else. You're going to hear from Kawhi Leonard postgame what he had to say to Kate Burness of TSN. And we'll venture to turn around some audio when it comes to DeMar DeRozan, how he felt about the reception and how the how he felt about the way that he played in crunch time tonight. So all that coming up at Wheeler TSN at Dwayne Watson. This is Tangerine Raptors Basketball and you're listening across the TSN radio network. A dramatic night on Bay Street as the Raptors down the San Antonio Spurs 120-117. The final Kawhi Leonard leading the way with 25 on a difficult shooting night for the claw. Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Watson. The phone lines are open at 416-870-1050. Leonard was 8 of 23. Missed uh, from the floor. Didn't make a three-point shot. Nailed his free throws. Give him full credit. Played well defensively. But what I noticed about Kawhi Leonard tonight, minus missing a couple chippies, he didn't really have good arc on his on his uh, on, on his jump did shot. Didn't. It did not. It was very flat. Yeah. Now he's not a guy that really gets under the ball. You know, has a has a high arcing shot, anyways. But it was a little bit flat, and I wonder if like his legs coming up All Star weekend that had anything to do with it. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't, I mean... Or was it just a rough night for Also, Rickett is pretty late for these guys. I mean, you know, they just do some media stuff, and he didn't play a lot in that game. Um, but, I mean, I feel that his, his shooting has been spotted over the last little stretch, though. I mean, he hasn't shot that well, but he makes up for it in so many different ways. But you want him to see shooting more of an official clip, like we're accustomed to seeing. But, you know, he did... The best thing about Kawhi is he does stuff on the defensive end that kind of definitely makes up for the shortcomings right. of, of that offense. And, hey, great players have bad shooting nights. Yeah. Like, the best of the best. And James the gr- Harden is nights where it's just about volume, right? Getting to the free throw line. And Kawhi found a way tonight and still led the Raptors in scoring. And that's the mark of great players. I mean, yes. how do you put the game in different ways? If your shot's not falling, what else can you do to make this game work for you? And that's the key. Let's hear from Kawhi Leonard post game on the floor with TSN's Kate Burness. Kawhi, a tremendous play with 15.1 seconds to go in this game. That was a team that stuck around all night. They're very deep. You know they're very well coached. How were you able to pull off that one tonight? Uh, we just grinded it away. Um, Kyle told us we was going to win this game. 
we all believed that we was, and you know, tonight was like a playoff game. We had to grind it out all the way to the end. Back on January the third, a really tough loss to your former team. Obviously, redeemed yourself tonight. Did this one have a little more meaning for you? No, uh, not at all. You know, uh, every game is the same for me. I treat every game like it's game seven. I want to come out and win every ball game, and, and you know that's what you got to do when the playoffs come. You got to just keep grinding it out and playing hard, and hopefully. A tremendous reception for the guy you were traded for, DeMar DeRozan. You know that this city loves him. But then yourself at the foul line here at the end, you got the MVP chance. What do you say to this crowd tonight that was behind you in the end? Uh, you know, um, DeMar did a great job here with his 19-year run. Uh, you know, he's probably leading all the stats uh, with the Raptors all time. And, you know, tonight, you know, the fans came out, showed them love. But uh, they still knew uh, what we were here for, and that was to get the win. Thank you, Kawhi. Congrats on the win. Good stuff with Kawhi Leonard post game. The dude is a stone cold killer, Dwayne. Yeah. That's what he is, dude. Like tonight's one thing. Come playoff time, I fully trust where Kawhi Leonard's going to be at, leading this team forward. He doesn't get phased by the moment at all. No, he lives. He lives in the moment, and that's the thing. Like we kind of make jokes about the fact that he's so cold and so stoic, but. He is always cool under pressure, and I think that's that's the thing about this guy. Our very own Josh Lewenberg reporting that DeRozan was in the lo Raptors locker room post game chatting with former teammates, and Ibaka was like, "Get out of here, leave, leave." Why is he in there? I'm like, I swear that DeMar DeRozan after tonight never wants to leave. He wants <laughs> them to turn off the lights, close the door, and not spot him in there. I'm telling you right I, now. I'm an old school guy. I kind of like. Once you're gone, you're gone. No, it's just like I'm not going to go back into that locker room. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I, just, I don't believe in players should go into other players' locker rooms. Totally. Meet in the you. hallway, yep. chop it up, have fun. But, and I know, like, obviously he's, you know, been in this franchise for a long time. But I don't know. I still like that, that competitive element. Let's go out to Cash in Mississauga, a.k.a. Danny Green. Is this you, Danny Green, or is this Cash? It's Cash. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. How are you, my friend? Right on. We're doing well tonight. What do you think about what uh, you saw? So I'm gonna. I, I mean, I'm listening. I am a longtime listener, first-time caller. So I just wanted to. I do enjoy your show, but I do have to respectfully disagree. I have seen Kawhi at the end of games, and I do find that he does miss more than he makes. And the guy that I am really looking, I think that the real steal of that deal was Danny Green. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing Danny Green hit. 25 at the three-point contest. I'm seeing Danny Green hit late. And not even just, like, he hits fourth-quarter shots. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he hits fourth-quarter shots. And Kawhi, his defense has always been his defense. But I don't know if we're in this game seven, uh, last two minutes, and what Kawhi is going to do. I think what you're, the way you're complaining about DeMar passing off, I think it's better Kawhi hits an open Kyle, open Danny Green because I'm still scared, I'll be honest with you. We get to Game 7 with Boston, Game 7 with Philadelphia, Game 7 with Milwaukee, last two minutes. I'm not, I'm not very certain that Kawhi is going to hit that shot. The, well, the, the stats support your argument so far, but I guarantee you, ask any defensive player on any other team that they're up against who they don't want the ball in their hands. It, his name is Kawhi Leonard. I think 
that Kawhi's forced it a little bit at times and maybe just needs to let the play come to him more naturally. Some of the play calling late in games hasn't been that great. And Danny Green didn't have a fourth quarter basket here tonight, by the way. And Dwayne Watson and I both agree that he needs more shots. Yeah. He needs more looks. So so when it comes to that cash, we're on the exact same page. But late in the game, I want the ball in my best player's hands. Hey, cash, you're right. I mean, Danny Green is kind of the overlooked piece of this trade. And I mean, he's he brings the three, he brings the defense, and he can knock down the three ball. And, and you're right, as we said, he doesn't get enough three-point shots. I def- don't know if I want the ball into his hands in the game, but and I agree with you that T-Shirt's a better clip than, than Kawhi, but Kawhi's ability to get to the free-throw line, Kawhi's ability to draw extra defenders to make those shots for Kyle and, and Danny make him a, a, def- a definite threat. So the one the guy that hasn't made that late-game shot to win a ball game this year, at, le- at least that I can remember, is Kyle Lowry. Danny Green did it against Orlando. Pascal Siakam did it against Phoenix. You have multiple guys that can make a shot. So it's not like give the ball to MJ or give the ball to LeBron or give the ball to Kobe Bryant. I I think that it's going to be strengths in numbers, right? Yeah, but the, Kawhi Leonard's still your first option. The fact that you have another option is key. Right. Because before we did it, everyone knew who's going to get the ball. Thanks for the phone call, Cash. Uh, appreciate that. Good perspective right there. And, yeah, do you know what? The Raptors need to be better in crunch time. And, hey, we're not right all the time, eh? Right, right. Well, yeah. Almost time. You're right. <laughs> uh, let's slide in Peter from Toronto. Peter, the floor is yours. Phone call completed. Yeah. <laughs> Your Bluetooth. Peter, uh-huh. you there? Yeah. yeah. Right on. The floor is yours, buddy. All right. Well, I'm from uh, I'm from Montreal. I I took the bus to town today to come to catch the game with my uncle. Awesome. Um, he's, from, uh, he's from Cambridge, so we went to the game together. It was my first Raptors game. Uh, but I want to talk about I want to talk about crunch time. So if you see, uh, look at Kawhi Leonard. He was what was he five of eighteen entering the fourth quarter. He was yeah. he, he was two of thirteen for the first half. So we went yeah. Uh, yeah. six of ten for in the second half of play. Yeah, but uh, entering entering the fourth quarter, he was five of eighteen from the field. And if you look okay. at him in crunch time. He hit that fadeaway, all confident, like he like he's been making every shot, you know, and yep. and that that's the difference between a guy like him and DeRozan. Look at DeRozan. Um, Kawhi, Kawhi said enough is enough with about two minutes left in the game. He said, "All right, get on my back. I'm carrying us to this to victory," and that's what he did. DeRozan shied away from it, and I'm not taking anything away from DeRozan, greatest Raptor of all time. You know his his numbers going to be in the rafters one day, but um, I. But it's I will the truth, say, Peter. Peter, yeah. I got I got to cut you off, but it's it's the truth, and that's what the lasting memory of tonight's game is going to be. It's not the two of thirteen in the first half. You're yeah. right; it was right in DeRozan's eye. Yeah. That shot, like by 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 Kawhi Leonard, and the other way. You know, again, Demar DeRozan deferring. The triple D combination. It's like all those things kind of just play like they're juxtaposed right, right next to one another. You're seeing Kawhi taking those shots, forcing defensive plays. Demar turning the ball over, deferring a shot, and then it's like you, you kind of got it's, it's right in front of you. Like you, the, yeah. the picture doesn't lie. No kidding. Uh, let's hear from Demar Derozan. We're gonna oh, do great. that next, and we're also gonna crown our two for one pizza player of the game. All that coming up as the Raptors beat the Spurs one twenty one seventeen, and you're listening across the TSN radio network. There's, we join the 
The ovation continued to go on and on and on. I believe for a minute in 48 where DeRozan came to center court, then actually went back to the bench and came out again yep. to acknowledge the crowd. A touching moment. I didn't see any tears, but clearly uh, an appropriate tribute for an all-time Raptors great. Gareth Wheeler alongside Dwayne Sweets Watson. Shall we hear from DeMar DeRozan? Of course. Here's what he had to say in his post-game press conference. Our, uh, pretty, pretty wild night from start to finish. Uh, maybe begin at the beginning, like from the moment you took that floor. People were happy to see you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an honor. You know, um, it's been, you know, practically my whole career here. To come back and, you know, get a reception like that is definitely humbling, um, beyond gratifying. Um, and I, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I think walking off the floor hit me more than, um, than anything. You know, um, just a mixed feeling of, you know, you know what it's like walking off that floor. You know, whether if it was from a playoff game, from, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. So, you know. I know you weren't quite sure what to expect. Uh, how did the motions sort of compare to what you thought they might be in a game like this? Uh, it, made, it made it exciting. It made it fun to go out there and play, compete. Um, it's a heck of a game. Came down to a couple plays. Um, you know, sucks that, you know, um, big critical play with me turning the ball over. But, you know, for the most part, um, you know, I think it was a hell of a game. They switched at the end there. They switched Kyle on the other side. Were you looking for him to go at him? Oh, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, just get a mismatch. Get a smaller guy on me. Um, Bob C. Cal, fat ass, and know how to guard me. So. You've been on some deep teams here, obviously. But just the, the addition of the game outside of Hawaii game coming over your trade with Mark and Jeremy as an opponent, as how good is this team when you look at it? Uh, it's not. It's not a mistake. They at where they at. Um, you know, um, they got an opportunity. Um, and for me to have the connection that I have here with the players, um, you know, I wish them all the best. Um, you know, um, but they at where they at for a reason. You know. Are you just glad, kind of in a way, just glad to get this out of the way so the rest of the season is just um, a normal game? Yeah, you know, um, I can let this, this, you know, I kind of, I think tonight was just that last little piece of closure for me um, to be able to come back here and see familiar faces and, you know, uh, get that kind of burden off, off, off my shoulders, you know, um, so it was cool. How you compare to yesterday to breaking up with your girlfriend, but it's just like that moment when you see her for the first time after you break up your heart jump. Yeah, you'd be like, damn, she's still fine as hell. Nice stuff with the Marta Rosen post game. Uh, said that Kyle Lowry and his fat ass knew to guard him. <laughs> All right. And this is Josh Lundberg and I debated this on game day today, one to four right here on TSN 1050. I said today could be a little bit about closure, not only for DeMar DeRozan, but Raptors fans as well. Josh didn't fully agree, but he admitted that right there. Yeah, he did. That he needed to get back on this court, play in front of this, these people, play in this city again. And he used the word burden being taken off his shoulders. I found that really interesting. Not because I like you, because I'm agreeing with you, but I do agree with you. Because I think, you know, DeMar just said it, but the fact that, you know, this whole season was like, oh, DeMar got traded. He got did dirty business. You know, the business was running around. And this is kind of like the... 
you know, it is. The door closes. He's played this game. The Spurs are going to go on. They're competing for a playoff spot right now. The Raptors are going to continue to go on. Kawhi's going to do his thing. And it's kind of like that kind of asterisk having to hang over the season with DeMar being traded or done dirty is gone. Nine great years. Great you know, years. And it read really well. And Raptors fans out there, we're on to the next chapter. And guess what? This novel is getting better and better yep. and better and promises to have a real special finish in the not-so-distant future. Time for the player of the game brought to you by Two for One Pizza. This is a tough yeah. one tonight. I joked to you I felt like DeMar DeRozan should get it because it was his night. And he did give up the hockey assist yeah. leading to the game-winning However, basket. That is harsh, though. Yes, it Even is Even I'm harsh. not that cruel. I know you're not that cruel. So where would you like to go with this? Are you sl- you're dividing up the yeah, saw here tonight. Yeah, we're breaking up the saw, man. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, of course, based on you know how he finished this game. Uh, Pascal Siakam had a solid night. Great numbers. points, six assists, seven for ten shooting. Uh, I want to give some to Kyle because Kyle was in there. Kyle, Kyle didn't have a deferential night, I felt. And he was in there on that play. The big steal there with, with, with Kawhi and DeMar there. Two steals in the night, 17 points, 5 for 10 for the floor, 5 assists. See, if, the, if this was just a cheese pizza, a margarita pizza, I'd give it to Danny Green because I thought through three quarters he was outstanding, quiet in the fourth. Yeah. He was carrying something, but I thought he was a real good, was really efficient on the night. Five three-point made, 6 of 9, 17 points. So I want to give part of my pizza to Danny Green tonight. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, you know, I think I think you're right though. Danny Green looked like he was stretching for much of the third, fourth quarter, so that's probably what slowed him down. But he he could have had the whole pizza tonight. Give that man going. more touches. Give that guy some more shots. There you go. Uh, player of the game brought to you by Two for One Pizza, or should I say, players of the game? Uh, it's brought to you by Two for One Pizza's uh, high five deal. Buy any large traditional pizza for fifteen ninety nine and get a second large one topping pizza for five bucks. Call Two for One. Oh, two for one. Uh, we have Raptors basketball coming Sunday. Yes, now, do. there's plenty of reason to listen as the Raptors take on the Orlando Magic. I fully expect Marcus All to start that one. He should. I think they need to to get him going. I think they got to look at situational opportunities to start Serge Ibaka. But Marcus All is a guy who can do it on both ends. He's a veteran player. He brings so much more to this team in terms of facilitating. And I think, you know, you got, you got to get him going. You saw he got thrown in and yeah. got fouled. Vucevic is a good matchup, too. Perfect. So uh, get Marcus all going this Sunday. But tonight, uh, we gave you the first keyword for our Coors Light Invasion Bus because we've got two seats on the Coors Light Northern Invasion Bus headed to Detroit Rock City for Raptors Pistons on March 3rd. To win, listen to TSN uh, 1050 in our Raptors coverage both tonight and on Sunday afternoon. We're going to announce a secret keyword that you can text along with your name to 105050 for your chance to win tickets to the game, overnight accommodations, and a road trip you'll never forget. A winner will be announced Monday on First Up, and if you missed it earlier, tonight's keyword is north. North, North, okay? There's going to be a separate keyword coming up on Sunday's broadcast. Good stuff tonight. Great Uh, game tonight. Another PSA. It's Degrassi game day That's at right. the Raptors 905 tomorrow afternoon in Mississauga. Big game gets the Long Island Nets. I expect Boucher, Lloyd, Miller, some of the bench players here for the Raptors. And the Degrassi Unis, too. 2,500 people get the Degrassi t-shirt jersey, wow. Toronto's own Dwayne Notice. Nice. So I'll be down there tomorrow afternoon at the Paramount 5 Food Center. Hope to see you down there as well. Next broadcast coming up Sunday afternoon. Uh, I will not be here, so we'll check you next week, Dwayne. Definitely. 
or tomorrow in Mississauga. <laughs> exactly. Uh, great stuff today. That was a whole lot of fun. It was a great game. Great ball Enjoyed game. it with you. Uh, thanks to Champagne, Stevie, Keith Bauer, Chris Diavero down here at Scotiabank Arena. Tyler Hunt, Natasha Shivraj doing a great job as always back at our Agent Court Studios. On behalf of everyone here at TSN 1050, I am Gareth Wheeler. Raptors beat the Spurs 120-117. Good night, DeMar DeRozan, and good night, Toronto.